Chinabit. Welcome to Chinabit. Welcome to Chinabit. Welcome to Chinabit, the podcast that gets better the more you listen to it. Uh, yes. We each pick three songs each week and we put them in a playlist and talk about them and talk about them on this podcast and I should have written something down. That's good. That's, that's, that <laughs> That'll is what, do though. That is what we do. <laughs> so every week our podcast episodes come out on Monday and the Sunday before we will update the playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. Just search for Tuna Boot, look for the profile, look for the podcast. That's it. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, man. The tracks this week that we're talking about are Nilifer Yanya, Heavyweight Champion of the Year, Spectre, All the Sad Young Men, Willow, Female Energy Part 2, Macy Gray, Tell Me, Gengar, I'm So Tired, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, Found God in a Tomato, Leon Bridges, Coming Home, Paolo Nutini, No Other Way, and Cage the Elephant, Shake Me Down. Woo! Hey! Can you do a shout-out to like and subscribe, please? Like and subscribe. You know what? We we spoke about cutting this down, making it more streamlined. I think we've achieved that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Good, good. Whenever you listen to this podcast, please subscribe it and tell your friends. Thank you. Ta, guys. So, my first track this week was uh, Nilifer. No, that's not how we're starting that. We need need a better intro than that. No, 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 not the intro bit, but just like... I thought we were having Jim's jingle. That could break it up. Oh, yeah. Well, we could just say, like, for now, round one, home truths where a panellist each read out a statement from the card in front of them. (laughs) 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 See that too many times. (laughs) Right. Tune about round one. We're starting with Dougal this week. Thanks, Jim. Dougal, what are you you putting in? My (laughs) first... What are you putting in? Uh, Track me up, Scotty. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so it's Nilifer Yanya with Heavyweight Champion of the Year. I This is a song that came up on uh, one of the Spotify uh, radar things. Your, uh, what are they called? Spotify Discover Weekly. Discover, Discover Weekly. Yeah. I think it was her voice that first sort of um, attracted me to this song. She's got quite a Marina and the Diamonds sound. If you like very deep sort of complimentary voice uh, a review from stereo gum called it malleable and endlessly expressive which i quite liked but i yeah i think this song's really nice uh, she's got a sound that's sort of reminiscent of a lot of female vocalists in the early sort of 2010s if you go back to there and she sort of creates these jazz pop anthems which is what she calls them yeah I really like it. Um, a fun fact about Nilifer Yanya is that she was offered to be in a girl group made by Louis Tomlinson of One Direction and turned it down to actually be an interesting artist. So I quite like that. He doesn't have that power. Oh, but he's in One Direction, so of course he did. I know, I know but he's not like Louis Wall. You wouldn't think... He... He's not suddenly jumped from One Direction to head of the... Like... Boy bands, girl bands. Well, he apparently thought he did, and Nilifer saw sense. But yeah, I just, I think, I don't know, when I listened to this song today, preparing for this, it just, like, when it started, it just had, I had that, like, I had a nice tingly feeling while I was listening to it. It's just good. What do you guys think? Uh, well, this is... Take it done... away, Jim. Sorry, Liam. <laughs> uh, you've done it again, Dougal. You sent me on a journey, man. <laughs> journey Jim. Um, journey Jim's genre 
jamboree. <laughs> uh, I I love the, I love this song. I really like the, the the music and the intention behind it, the style. I love it. I found her voice challenging to begin with, and I found it quite grating at times. And I was like, "Why are you squeaking?" Um, it's Dame Hidden, but I grew to love it the more I listened to it. It's kind of like um, a bit like I was talking about when I was infiltrating grunge again. Similar to the grunge voices I was talking about before that seem unpalatable to begin with, the more you listen to them, they actually do become quite interesting and you, be- you begin to enjoy them. And sometimes that's that's a very satisfying journey to go on with a song. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. It's, and I like that you have this sort of... I like the Spotify gave you this because you do have a knack for finding very interesting female artists and bringing them to us. So mm-hmm. that's another one. Yeah, I like it's good. It. I agree. The first time I, I listened to it, I wasn't too sure. And then I think it came up again and I was like, oh yeah, no, this is going on the list. This is something the lads yeah. will listen to at some point. Aye, it's cool. It's cool when you get something like that that you can go yeah. back to. It. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this one. I, and I get what you were saying, Jim. But I don't know if I've just quite, I've not quite got past it yet. I've mm. got quite, mm, I've not quite got past the voice yet. Although saying that, the second lesson, the second and third lesson, and onwards, I did appreciate the song a little bit more. But it's just, it's weird. It's just it's a bit odd, and it's not, it's not something I would sit and listen to personally. You, you sit and listen to Marina and the Diamonds. This is the same sound essentially <laughs> for a lot of it. No, yeah, it, it's, yeah her I, voice sounds pretty similar to Marina. <laughs> Granted, granted, I was very, very, very drunk when I, when I saw Marina and the Diamonds live. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the half of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be your fucking caretaker during that gig, man. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't remember yeah. it to be honest. I could have been enjoying it, I could have been uh, like hating it. It's like, who, who knows? Well, you would know. Yeah, I like the, I like the pan muted guitar. Oh fuck! I just spilled my beer on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on a blanket, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed the pan muted guitar, and yeah, the vocals were weird. I didn't, I didn't dislike the, uh, the the vocals. I don't think that was the issue. I just, I didn't feel that it culminated into something that I enjoyed listening to until the last minute. The first time I listened to the last minute, I was just like, "Where was this last minute for the rest of the song?" Is the feeling that I got. Yeah, like, I'll yeah, I gave you a same Yeah, it was quite a brave choice to put up. And choose for the first track for the episode. No, because care. look at him. He don't give a shit. Ah, do- Dougal don't give no it. shit. Yeah, I like I'm it. Terrified Other them. people should. You know? <laughs> well, no, that's 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 what I'm saying because it's one that could have easily been dismissed. Yeah, if if, but if, if we were talking, if about we this, hadn't been listening to it more. Right, if we were gonna recording this yesterday, I would have said I didn't like it. To be honest with you, I was still like, I, it just didn't, just wasn't quite there. It didn't click till later on last night slash today which is quite interesting isn't it get a yeah. grip lady pick a note pick a register <laughs> you be you. she can jump between five of them she don't need no register man <laughs> so my track my first one this week my track for round one of tuna boot <laughs> which is this <laughs> my first track this week is all the sad young men by spectre it's a band that I've liked for a very long time. They're credited as an indie rock band from England. And they, they are, but I feel there's a lot more going on. And I would say, Liam, for you this week, that album, Moth Boys, would be a recommendation. Because I think there's other songs in there you'd like, maybe more than this one. I just I don't know why I, th- I think that. I just do. 
I said I had a lot to say about this, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah, because... <laughs> uh, I can't remember when I discovered it. I think it could have been a Spotify one. I think it probably is. And it was just one of those... I just remember hearing the start of it and just liking how atmospheric it is and that drum beat, which is just literally just like bass drum, snare. And that's all it is throughout the whole thing. But it just sort of keeps going. I kind of like that. And then the vocals came in. We've got The boy's got a very interesting voice, I think. And the lyrics are great. And it's quite a simple one, really, I think. There's not a whole lot going on in it, which you guys know I like that. And so I think it's the, atmos- the atmosphere of it, more than anything. Uh, and it's been a, his voice has been equated to Ian Curtis from Joy Division. I can't remember who said that yeah, I get to that. me. But I was like... Some bloke. That was Derek I, Yeah, he said, oh, I'm getting a lot of Ian Curtis. And I was, and I was like, yes, I, I get that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like the I like the lyrical content as well. The sort of what it says to me, and if you watch the video as well, it's sort of like about the vapid nature of certain people. Like you know, you'll see if you go on a night out and things like that. Just that sort of thing, and about being lonely. You know, all the sad young men. I thought, was that articulate? Did that sound good? It sounded awesome, man. I'm right. Right, that'll here. do then. I liked it. It's. <laughs> have you ever listened to the editors? Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. the editors. It's the it's of such a similar sound, if not, his voice and the lead guy from the editors' voice is basically. I I'd struggle to pick them from a crowd, but they both have that really interesting depth to them and that different quality. And it was a really nice mix of instruments to make a complimentary noise to go along with it, especially that when that eighties keyboard sort of comes into it. I love that mm-hmm. bit. Oh. Um, Aye, the sense. Yeah, the sense. The sense yeah. of fucking eight. There's one bit I didn't like oh, about this song, and that roll. was the backing vocals. I didn't think they were needed, and I think they were so weak compared to the guy's voice. The lead guy's voice has some amazing power, and it like the other vocalists. It's not. It didn't make it bad by any means. I really like the song. It just sort of detracted from the atmospheric nature of his voice, and I sort I can't of remember what. I can't remember what they sound like, so that's... Goes it's like you've got all the sad young men. All the sad young oh, men. Oh, yeah. And you're I, like, I get what you mean. What? Why are you guys here? Get out. But it's like... <laughs> I sort of... I, my analogy for this, because I did a few last week in Decided On, because I did a few in Decided I'm going to keep on doing them, is it's like if you're in a circus, right? And you bring mm-hmm. out this big tiger, and it's like, ah! And then you take a kitten out to follow it, sort of like that, mm. where you're like, eh. What are you doing here? Get the tiger back, you know? Yeah. So You may but, have thought too much about that. But You've been watching Tiger King, obviously. <laughs> I watched Tiger King months ago. I just thought of a tiger. It's a, it's a good analogy. But, it does make sense. I, I, that's going to ruin it now. I'm going to just hear that. I'm just imagine a wee cat now. No, the rest of it, because <laughs> like, the weird thing is that lasts for so such a inconsequential time of the song that it doesn't actually detract from it. It was oh. just me nitpicking, like on my third or fourth time. I was like, there's something just that bugs me in this song and then mm. I pinpointed it to these sort of fannies coming up behind this guy doing a wee bit and I'm like you guys don't need to be here it's like getting your little brother a bit in your song and you're like just fuck off seriously you know <laughs> but overall fucking awesome song really liked it I really enjoyed it as well Um, obviously I love the synths I've got a thing that I've only just noticed that I do when I'm like researching all the songs that you guys are putting up but I like to see where they place in the album mm-hmm. it's a brilliant opener for an album Right. It gets you kind of, it gets you pumped for listening to the rest, and this is the one that you're suggesting that I listen to, yeah. I would, yeah, I think because there's, well, there's other songs in it that I really like that have some fantastic lyrics, but there's some really interesting instrumental parts, particularly towards the latter half, the the mm-hmm. latter part of the album as well. I think you'd, 
think he'd quite dig that. Well, this has sold me. This opening track has sold me. Yeah, I'd definitely listen to more as well. Right. Uh, they've got a couple of... I think they, this, if I'm not wrong, they released a new album or they released, they've got a few new singles and they had one album previous to this one. Yeah, they so there's not a whole lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Set, settle down. I said I'd listen to this album. They started okay. off in I've 2012 just... or something like that. It was really... <laughs> yeah. So they've just done yeah, singles and then a couple of albums. I think so. There's if if listeners out there, if you guys are listening, you know, there's not a whole lot to go through if you enjoyed that one. Or, or <laughs> I'm too tired to be bossy. <laughs> Jim was drinking dragon soup last night for the first time ever, and he's uh, fucked himself over. Fucking hell! Just have one can. <laughs> if you're drinking other stuff, if you're just drinking that, then have as many as you can handle. But. Yeah, if you're drinking other stuff, particularly Prosecco and 10 beers, just have one can of dragon soup, that'll do you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even tired, I'm uh, hungover, I'm just tired. Yeah. We'll see what goes on later. <laughs> well, you won't sleep on energy juice stuff, will you? Like, that's not going to give you a good sleep. That was yesterday. Yeah, but still, I mean, you slept last night. But that mm-hmm. that would have fucked your sleep a bit, no? Probably, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Liam, go and speak about your track. Hi. <laughs> <coughs> right, so my Sorry. track is where <laughs> 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 you went. <sighs> Can I pee very quick? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! Who are you? Come on, Jim. Who are you, Jim? Aye. Mm-hmm. Prick. Aye, he's a prick. Oh, it was tasted. I was saying to Liam before the the red cola one's nice, but the the mixed fruit one was particularly tasty. Yeah. But um, uh, you're not missing out. Does it taste all you? like your Red Bulls and Monsters and shit like that? It tastes like I, I never really drink energy drinks, but oh. it, I, I did have a wee rock star phase when I was younger. It tasted a lot like that. See, I never like as soon as I have a sip of an energy drink, I'm off my tits. Like I'm fucking flaying because mm. I don't I don't drink fizzy juice or any shit like that. So that just fucks that caffeine levels just fucking goes through me. It'd be mm. interesting. It'd be a fun night, but I reckon it'd be pretty much useless for like three days of the sugar <laughs> low after that. Be on a mad come down for days. It'd be fucking awful. Right, yeah, so my first track this week is Female Energy Part 2 by Willow, aka Willow Smith, aka Whip My Hair Back and Forth, <laughs> which is the last track that I ever heard by her before hearing this track. And one of the worst songs of all time. It's not as bad as you think if you listen back to it. No, it is. It's quite catchy. It's not. Because I did listen back <laughs> to it. And it's, it's worse, if anything. I didn't listen back <laughs> to it. Does it do anything other than sing about whipping her hair back and forth? It doesn't. It might. It might. doesn't matter. How dare you? <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm just imagining Jim doing a diss track with Willow Smith at the moment. To our weekly diss uh, well, tracks. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Diggle's beef with Tyler the Creator started. So now it's me and Willow Smith's turn <laughs> to go at loggerheads. Uh, speak about your track, Liam. Come on. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, as the title might suggest, uh, this is part two of, as of just now, a duo of songs. Part one was a freestyle song that she did back when she was 14, I think. You'll, you'll have to say um, the word duo again there because he, what I heard was yeah songs. <laughs> duo. Just edit that in. Perfect. <laughs> duo. 
<laughs> Sorry, you, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but do you owe <laughs> Joe? What's happening? <laughs> it's his fever dream episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking feels like it, man. Uh, but yeah, it's an acoustic little number um, with some vocals layered on top of one another, and it's an exploration of womanhood. Which uh, I don't know. Let me be the first to say that I don't know what this feels like personally, but I think this song gives me at least a kind of a kind of feel of uh, what she's going through when she's going through this journey to some degree. But yeah, it culminates in like this one lyric, which is my favourite bit. It's well, not the lyric in specifically, but the vocals on this lyric. Uh, where she's uh, kind of like screaming tell me now at the top of her register and it just it's so existential it's brilliant but yeah it's it's weird because like, I thought that this kind of song would be if you're talking like singing about your womanhood and all this kind of stuff you'd normally come across as vulnerable because that's kind of like the kind of the kind of idea of, like opening up and all that but she doesn't really seem vulnerable but yeah as for the rest of the track the instruments do a good job uh, just existing and don't really take away from what she's doing vocally, but I really enjoy it. It's it's good. I I, I think I think the the acoustic kind of like instruments just kind of complement what she's doing vocally and don't add add just enough rather than too much or too little. What do you guys think, Jim? When you go first, mate. Why do I have to? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I really did. I didn't think as deeply about the lyrics as you did. I just sort of listened to it and didn't even apply any context to it so now that you've done that which is what you know it's my thing I love to apply context it's one of my favourite things to do there's a bit of context lying about apply it to something um, but I didn't this week and even still yeah I just I didn't really think too much of it I enjoyed it I think but the first time I listened to it I was like oh because it's because I've hated some of her output so much before I was like oh she's done something with real heart and passion now that's great I maybe gave it a bit too much credit but then I thought, no, I should be a dick, Jim. It's just a good song. And I liked it. And you know what I like as well in some of these poppy songs is to actually hear the acoustic guitar as prominent as mm-hmm. it is in that. It's, you don't get that as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So I really enjoyed that. And yeah, I've got nothing bad to say about it at all. It was it was nice. Got a great voice, as you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the notes she was hitting, I was, was getting really into it. It was just, a, I think it's just a solid effort. Like, yeah. All for it. Um, similar to Jim, I got none of what you said from it. Um, but obviously, if you look deeper into it, you can see these things more, I suppose, rather than just listening to it and taking it as a nice, good pop song. But yeah, her voice is what takes this apart from anything else. She sort of she teeters on the line of screaming quite a lot, mm-hmm. but manages to just pull it back at the right time. That makes mm-hmm. it that stops it from being this horrendous scream. She gets so close sometimes. But you get this sort of, there's, what is it called? When you've got, you know, she's, she's, she knows how to use her voice. Whatever that's, whatever, <laughs> whatever I'm trying to say. She's and, got a good voice and she's a good singer. Yeah, she's they're, just they got are this, different things. She's got this, yeah, she's just got this uh, thing that makes her stop doing things that are shit. Cleverness. Mm. I can't, I've fucking forgotten the word that's really pissing me off. Articulation is key. Coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a comfortable ride is what I'd say like the song it's really like it's just yeah lovely acoustic noise really nice vocals nothing that becomes too like doesn't scream or anything like that it pulls you back before you worry that you're getting pushed into something too much and I really like the opposing lyrics and noises that are created by the they're almost like anti-harmonies 
where they yeah. sort of they don't complement each other, but they do by not complementing each other. And I just I think that's mm-hmm. really good. So yeah, top marks for Willow because her first song, the whipping her hair back and forth, was utter shit. A horrendous. I think what you're scene. saying, what you're saying about the screams there, I think that's like that that existential cry that I'm I was talking about that doing those screams intentionally and then just knowing the exact moment when to pull it mm. back so that it still sounds good. Yeah. I like how we're that's saying that after slagging off Nilifer for her register earlier on, but that's fine. You just you have to let it go, man. You just have to let it walk over. <laughs> no, it's I'm difficult. fine with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like your complimenting someone's large register two seconds later, but that's all good. It's nothing to do with her large register. It's how she uses it. <laughs> it's, not how, it's not how big your register is. It's, <laughs> it's how, how you use it. <laughs> Cute. No, I really like it, Liam, and it's a good pick. Um, yeah, it was powerful. Yeah, definitely. Well done. The pick around one. What are we going for? All right. Um, well, I'd vote for that Willow one because I can't even vote for mine. I'd vote for Spectre. So. I'll give it to Willow. I like okay. Willow's one. I think it gives that a little bit more. Fine. <laughs> we can't all be pissed at each other. It's about to get worse, mate. No, this is the nice episode. This is a really yeah. nice one. Yeah. <laughs> you dick. We're going to stop hating each other's tracks. Shoot about round two. Round two. Round two. Round two. <laughs> yeah, we might still wind up finishing recording the two at the same time as we normally do one, which would be quite good. Because, I mean, we haven't even started one by this point. It usually takes us till nine before we even fucking get going. And plus, the last edit, I managed to edit down fucking two and a half hours to 50 minutes. Yes, we're all very impressed. Well done. There's only so many times we could thank you, Liam. Oh, no, I wasn't wasn't looking for a thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Round two. (laughs) Round two. I like that. It's tune about round two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, my. Did I say about or about? Whatever you want, no. So my my first track for. Oh, I had something to say. What did I? Oh, what did I say? There was something. It was funny. <laughs> I'm sure it was funny. Don't matter. Go on. So my track for round two is Macy Gray with Tell Me. I absolutely adore Macy Gray. I think she's just amazing. My love affair started with her when I was six. And she was featured on the album Hits 2000. Um, what an album, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, well, fucking album. you started off, and I've got the first three tracks listed down because Macy Gray is third with I Try. So you start off with Flying Without Wings with Westlife, and then you go Keep On Moving. Not sure who that's by, but we know the song, I think. I don't know which song it is, actually. <laughs> so we don't <laughs> know that song. Up, it's that so by? forgettable. <laughs> um, One second, I'm going to check it. And then Keep On Moving keep... from Hits 2000. And then Keep the third track moving. is I Try. Now, everyone's heard I Try. I Try is a fucking masterclass. Oh, it was by Five. Oh, Five, yeah. Great. Yeah, um. <laughs> you've got Yeah, you've got Westlife, you've got Five, you've got this sort of theme running through big uh, hits 2000 of your bands, and then you just get hit by this. Someone just singing, doing soul, and fucking nailing it. And I love her voice. It's got a husk. It's got a personality to it. And I really like that. Like, she comes through in her singing. So to put Macy... I wanted to put Macy Gray on this for a long time because I think she's... She gets forgotten about and then people go, oh, yeah, I try. I love that. And then you're like, well, no, you don't. You haven't obsessed over it as much as I have. So (laughs) I found this song off her newest album, Ruby, which was released in 2018. 
and this song tell me fuck yeah louisiana jazz from the start it's just got that it takes you back to like the intro of a fucking 50s gangster synth entrance or something like that it's awesome this track like actually shows her vocality like it's not just this husky sort of voice going on she's got such a range on her and it just bloody shines in this song and yeah just proper fucking jazz soul mix i think why why it caught me mainly is because it's a departure from what i'd heard from her before and it brings up this whole dear idea of jazz from the film la la land where they sort of speak about the old being made new. And that's what jazz is. It takes the old and sort of tries to make it new by playing it and changing it and moving forward while paying homage to the old. And we spoke about that two weeks ago with a couple of the tracks we were speaking about. And I think this perfectly epitomizes that as well. And I absolutely fucking love it. And then the sax solo comes in and I just cry a bit and I love it. And it's great. What do you guys think? If you hated it, you're wrong. Well, no, definitely didn't hate it. It's uh, interesting that you specified Louisiana uh, jazz because uh, my first note down is um, if Louis Armstrong had a fraternal twin, Macy Gray, this song, mm-hmm. right, spot on. I love the smoothness of the trumpets as well. It's, it's well, Macy Gray's not someone that I've listened to much, as I was saying to you earlier in the week, but all the tracks that you've showed me, absolutely fucking loved her. And this one in particular just sent me reeling. Uh, it's, it's basically everything I wanted this song to be. It was great. Thanks, man. Jim? Fucking dog shit. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it, yeah. It was good fun. <laughs> there was there was just enough jazziness in it for for listeners who haven't listened to the previous episodes. I'm not a fan of jazz. It doesn't make me a better or worse person. It's it does. Just, it's just who I am. Two against one. Does it just make me a worse person two, for not two against jazz? one? Yes, it does. It makes you a worse person. Jazz is good. Jim is bad. Jazz is good. I'm Jim is bad. It's not, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying I don't like. No, it. you're very fair about it. That's unfair. I yeah, mean, this nah, is the yeah. nice yeah. episode. But, like, yeah, we're we're being yeah, arseholes nice right episode. now. Sorry, Jim. No, no, it's fine. Um, it's totally fine. I, I completely forgive you guys. Honestly, it's just nice. To no, with this, I don't know why I'm talking like that. Anyway, uh, no, with this song, there was enough of the jazziness in it to enjoy, but there wasn't too much for me, so I thought it was a nice blend. Uh, Macy Gray is, also, is one of those artists I'm going to have to go back and listen to all her back catalogue because she's very obviously got something. And I think, she's, I think she probably deserves to be... I was going to say deserves to be rifled to me. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant like we hit you know, but you know, clearly fucking doing rifling through Macy Gray at any point. <laughs> no, what I meant to say was like she's clearly got a lot more than just that one song, and she's obviously very talented. Yeah, that's why I picked this because I wanted to be up. You guys know I wanted to be up Macy Gray. I've been pissed up that I pissed up, pissed off that I haven't so far. You never, it's the same with any artist that's sort of known that we put up. You never want to put up the track that they're best known for. Like, you know, a big one, like, you don't want to put up I Try by Macy Gray because this isn't what this podcast is about. It's not about going, we like the songs that everyone else liked. It's about, you heard this artist doing this. Now listen to them doing this and actually appreciate them more than just that person who I'll dance to in Club Trop or whatever it is, you know? No, you all have a bit of Club, club Trop, don't you? Oh, mate. Mate, can't wait for can't wait for that place to reopen. A cesspool of cunts. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah. glad you liked it because it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Sorry, yes. 
Certainly. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a brilliant song. As soon as like I was listening to her new album, and I was going to put on the first track, because it is done with Gary Clark Jr., who oh, I believe has fantastic. been on the before big. the... Yeah, I believe you put him on the before the play, podcast playlist. Yeah. Big, big yeah. love for Gary Clark Jr. Um, and oh, I was going to I was gonna put that one up, and then I heard this one, and it just, that start, ba-ba-boom, ba-da-da-da. Oh, and there we go. That's happening. And I'm going to listen to it ten times in the next half hour, and that's what I did. And I had a good time. Next. Smashing. Hi, guys. So quite apt for how I'm feeling right now. My song for round two is called I'm So Tired by Gengar, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, so yeah, this, honestly lads, I didn't put too much effort into this song. It's just one that was been lying around on a playlist of mine that I like. Because it's because I couldn't decide, there was, I can't remember them now, but there was a handful of songs I was deliberating, and I just couldn't, I didn't like the way they followed on from each other, even though, obviously it doesn't matter, because it's tune about, so <laughs> it doesn't, they don't follow on from each other. So I put this one in, because I've just always liked it. It's not a particularly remarkable song, but it's it's good, It's I think. It's robust, nice little guitar bit. Fun, a fun sort of singing style, I suppose. I don't know how you'd describe it. And I tried to find a, a definition of them, and I couldn't actually. Well, I only tried that about 30 seconds before we started recording. <laughs> so, as I say, woefully unprepared this week. But, yeah, it's just a, it's just a nice wee, quite interesting tune. What do you guys make yeah, of it? Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think it's a very easy listen and it sort of complements itself and does what it sets out to do, but it does nothing more and it does nothing less. It's totally the one that I I could forget about, I think, in this week's rotation, maybe. But yeah, it's still good. Um, there are two things that I love about it. The solo at the end brings you right back when you've sort of monged out a bit to it, which I think is really good. Mm-hmm. And the first line, I'm so tired, sheep are counting me. Fucking love it. Love that line. Yeah, it's a shame. It's like a, uh, it's a song that like has a lot more... And I don't know why I keep doing this. I did this with uh, Robert Johnson as well. Oh, this song's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think what's interesting about it is I do love it and I, I really do enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I think they're an interesting band. That album's really good. But yeah, it seems to like that song in particular has more, like sort of sets its stall out and it feels like it should have yeah, a bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Going for it, but I still mm. really enjoy it. There's, you know, nothing wrong with it, but I, uh, it was a bit of a... Not as an inspired choice as some other ones I've made. Yeah. What were you, Liam? No, I th- I th- I've pretty much got the same feelings on it. The the first line, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I'm so tired, sheep are counting me. Hilarious. I, I particularly enjoyed the bits where he goes down the half steps vocally. Uh, mm. And I think it happens on the guitar as well. well I, I just enjoy that shit. That's that's good shit to me. It's, it's like music to my ears. Nice. Because you know it's music. See what you did there. Ace. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, no. I had the same feeling as Dougal. I find myself wanting a bit more, and then the guitar solo came at the end, and I was just like, "That's what I was wanting." For the rest of it, it just kind of came in and kind of picked it up again. The yeah, that that weird almost like it was almost kind of like thrashy at the end as well. It was great. It came in at about the right time that I actually was needing it to happen mm-hmm. because just kind of I was drifting off near this like the kind of later thirds second uh, half it could maybe benefit from being a bit shorter yeah <laughs> but, um, yeah that it's nice to have that's what we're trying to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no, I th- it, it, it does as you say do, yeah. it does the job 
but uh, yeah, it was a good song overall. It, but talking yeah. about songs that could have benefited from being a bit shorter, Liam. Hey, oh hey hey, oh, that's a segue. That's a good segue. That's the first segue we've had in tune of it. <laughs> Is it? I think we tried them, but none of them made them. Because our segues before were like, we're all tracking track puns, like, you know? <laughs> track to the future. That's, that's, that's not a segue, though. That's not a segue. Because that's just us introducing a new bit. A segue is leading on from the last one into the new one. Track to the future. That's leading from the last one into the new one. You're building a track to the new one. The future. Monorail. <laughs> what that sounds? <laughs> Uh, sorry mate yeah okay let's let's just start off by saying it's a nine minute track fair enough I, but I think I think this is a nine uh, sorry to give my opinion before you give it yours mm-hmm. but I think it's a nine minute track that deserves to be nine minutes long good good because that's, that's my feelings on it as well I disagree who gives a fuck Dougal's wrong you like jazz you don't know <laughs> sorry nice episode <laughs> <laughs> your hair's majestic yeah, my, 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 my first note is uh, pfft, nine minutes, fuck me. But it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> you put it up. Why were you surprised at that? <laughs> well, because this is, this is new to me. It came up on my... Um, I was I was searching for November by Vistas. Vistas are also a very good band. Listen to them. I was searching for November by Vistas. Uh, <laughs> and they also have a track called November. So when I saw, saw November by Vistas and then November by Psychedelic Porn Crumpets... I was like, I hope these guys are good. I'm going to have to give them a listen right now. Because with a name like that, you've got to be good. Yeah, I don't think you've said the name of the track yet. Oh, yeah. No, by the way, the name of the track is Found God in a Tomato by Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Right, that was from memory, by the way. That was pretty good for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so that literally just came up and I was just like, I hope those guys are good. I want to listen to them put on one of the first tracks i was just like yeah no i'm kind of i'm kind of feeling this and then saw thank god in the tomato and i was like i hope that song's good because not only have they got a great name but they've also got a great track name and i listened to it and i fell in love with them i think they're brilliant it doesn't feel like nine minutes because it's almost like it's three songs in one it's a song with three parts but the three parts flow so fluidly into each other that you don't notice that it's got these different sounds going on and you don't you you well for me personally i didn't notice that i'd been listening to nine minutes worth of music it was like if you listen to an album and you listen to three songs consecutively that match up and meet up and have some of the same kind of motifs throughout that's what this song is i can't remember if i said the right words there but that'll do you said some words i said some words but yeah it's it's, it's some psychedelic rock it's good. The it starts off and it's got a kind of like early Led Zepp feel. There's these like great long intricate riffs that go throughout. Then it kicks off in the second part with the, like my envisioned second part with this like high octane riff that's overlaid with these kind of like dreamy vocals. At some point during the second part, I, I kind of the vocals to me anyway sounded like a kind of early Arctic Monkeys for a wee bit. I don't know if you guys got that. It's no. I, I was in. You might yeah. be right though. Have a listen back to the nine minute long oh, track. Do I need to? Yeah, you, you, sorry. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> right, Dougal's giving his opinions first because <laughs> I've got nice things to say, so let him say the bad things, and I'll say nice things. But yeah, so we got we got these uh, we got these kind of vocals that kind of sound like early Arctic Monkeys in my eyes, um, and then mm-hmm. the drummers were having their time with their wife, 
just fucking thrashing about and hitting everything but hitting every kind of beat spot on uh, and again for nine minutes that's quite difficult so well done to them imagine playing this live that'd be like mental but also immense it'd be ace and then yeah part three takes the kind of previous riffs that we're doing and all the feelings uh, the feeling throughout the song and all that and melds it on to like a kind of brilliant closing few minutes yeah it kind of in the end sounded like the kind of brainchild of like Tame Impala and Foles with a little Led Zepp in there and also some Marty Monkeys. It was great. I loved it. What you got going on, boys? I, like, for not for one minute am I taking away the musicianship of this song because it's fucking impressive. And it's very well done. Um, Yeah, the guitar, the drums, and the sort of progressive style that they're trying to do really works, and they do it very well. Right. Can I pause you for a second? Because the way that you just said all that, the guitar, the drums, the do 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 Sounds like the start of um, Whiplash. You know, dun 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 dun. Can anyone do go? Thanks, man. Um, yeah, brilliant. Sorry. Your your notion of three segments, I get. However, yes. I would say the third segment starts around two and a half minutes and carries on till the end. There's a very clear first part, which is the gradual build-up, which I quite liked. Mm-hmm. And then the second part, they kick in with the heavier sort of bass line and guitar coming in, and then the third part's the vocals through to the end. And I didn't notice any difference from mm-hmm. two and a half minutes in till the end. That being said, I really enjoyed the first two minutes where it evolved. Mm-hmm. But the song could do without it. It wouldn't lose anything if it just kicked in without that first part, I don't think. And mm-hmm. this is my problem. It feels very self-indulgent to me. And just like, it very much is like some guy's got five great ideas and four great bands that he wants to emulate or something like that. And this came together and made them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I do, I like it by all, by every, like, I I don't want to sound like I don't like it because I did like it. It just was so hard to keep my interest the second or third time that I listened to it. Because I got really annoyed that I felt like they spunked their best shit in the first two minutes. Mm -hmm. And then... About five minutes in, I the second time I listened to it, five minutes in, I was gone. I went and hung up my washing. Like, I was bored. I was out of it. And I just sort of lost interest in it. And again, it's probably nothing against it. It just, like, it didn't do it for me the second time round. And I so wanted, I wanted to love this song so much because the name, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, <laughs> Found God in a Tomato, is astounding. Whoever just came up with that, give them a job in the fucking movie industry because they will write something I will love. But, like, it just... Yeah, it didn't do it for me in the end, man. I think the musicianship's there and the song on a whole is good, but I think it's too long and a bit too self-indulgent for my liking. That is that is fair. Yeah. Um, I never thought about it like that because I, I just loved every single minute of it. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Although I do... I <laughs> Get down to the brass what? tacks, Jim. <laughs> Brass tax. <laughs> <laughs> I will need to do a brass tax jig. Yeah. Um, I like how you shed your uh, genre no, I, I was... for brass tax. Skids. <laughs> brass tax. Uh, no, I think Diggle makes some uh, some very good points. Um, and I think yeah. if I went back and listened to it and thought about it like that, I'd probably echo them more. But I was just having such a good fucking time. I really didn't care, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> tell you why right now, shall I? Uh, because. As we've all mentioned, the name 
psychedelic porn crumpets and now I've been I've had my fingers burnt so many times when you find a band like that and you think this is going to be my favourite thing I love it and you listen to it and it's nine times out of ten it's shit yeah or it's just someone it feels like they're maybe attention grabbing or or you know like they're just just the quality's not there or whatever or they're taking a piss which you know there's nothing wrong with that either if you want to do it I mean hats off to you do what you want you know as long as you're not hurting anyone but when you get a band name like this and you listen to it and you go oh there's so much good stuff going on in it it just made me incredibly happy and um, I'm not going to go into the song too much because I think you guys pretty much said everything about it but I couldn't help but make Pink Floyd comparisons mm-hmm. when I listened to it because you know like the yeah. progressive rock nature of it even though that is unfair to both Pink Floyd because obviously it's not as good as Pink Floyd yeah. and to Psychedelic Porn Crumpets because no, none can be as good as Pink Floyd, so it's a shame to say, <laughs> oh, it's like Pink Floyd, but not as good, because you could say that about every band. But in my, in my opinion, anyway, every band is just not quite as good as Pink Floyd. Uh, I really appreciate the scope and the vision, and I think the name gives it license to have you know like that overindulgent sort of quality to it. I think if it didn't have that tongue-in-cheek nature yeah. to it, yeah. I'd probably be thinking a lot more along Dougal's lines, be like, all right, you're taking a piss now, yeah. sort of thing. You know, but then you think about it, I was just having a look there to see along that song, um, Pigs by uh, Pink Floyd is, and that's 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love that, that does feel like, it does feel like a long song, you know, and songs on metal and things like that. Yeah, well, like if that. you yeah. listen to both the Shine On You Crazy Diamonds back to back, you're 25 minutes deep and that does feel long by the end, yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes. Um, well, yeah, sometimes. But this one didn't, it just felt, yeah, <laughs> depends on what state, <laughs> I suppose. But um, I with this I was just having such a good time because I felt like they were having a good time. Although I think I would have enjoyed it equally as much if it was three different tunes yeah. or even two different tunes. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it just the same. Absolutely, it's it seems sort of arbitrary, but I didn't really mind because I think they're probably more of an, an album band than they would be a yeah like yeah. a singles band or anything. So yeah, I just had a f- yeah. fantastic time and I was just I was so proud of them in a weird way. <laughs> they were so good. You know what I mean? They managed to pull it like, off. Oh, they managed to pull yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, and I think we should look into those band, like the people in that band and see if they're, they have any other projects and things like that because you get a feeling they might. So guys, <laughs> from round right. two, what are we picking? What were you guys' tracks again? So we've got Macy Gray with Tell Me. We've got Gengar with whatever their song's called. Easy Head pick. <laughs> Easy pick. Gengar with I'm So Tired or Psychedelic Porn Trumpet, Crumpets with Found in a Tomato. Got Found God in a... We've got, and we've got psychedelic porn crumpets we've found God in a tomato. Why were you shouting that? Phone, That's going to sound like shouting. <laughs> and we've got psychedelic porn crumpets with found God in a tomato. Now say it like you're, well, that's what say I it like you're in anguish. No. I thought, I thought it'd be fun. I, just I, I, I do don't some, think I can. <laughs> some exercises Sorry. right now. No, that's cool. I need a piss, lads. Right. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Macy I don't Gray. I can tell that just by looking at it. See, I would vote uh, porn crumpets. I can't vote Macy Gray and I'm not voting for Crumpets. <laughs> well, there we go. We're deadlocked. <laughs> just No, it, no just points for this round. Well, there you go. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I do. I really do want to put Macy Gray because I did really enjoy that tune but I just had such a, a such a good time listening to the Porn Crumpets as I... Yeah, I'm not voting in the Porn Crumpets. I'm sorry. Out of those two, I would choose Gengar. Or would I? Had on. But I don't want to put in porn crumpets because I didn't really. No, no, none's getting through. <laughs> no, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No psychedelic porn crumpets because they were Woo! better than they were. They were more interesting. You're right. As much as I didn't like it, I appreciate it. 
So hold on. It, so what happens really, when you get? Th- hold on. It really annoys me that Mason Gray didn't win that, but it's okay. Round three. Round three. So. Round three. This song is by Leon Bridges, and it's called "Coming Home." Uh, Leon Bridges, he's an American singer-songwriter. He's just got this really nice sort of 50s and 60s soul music vibe to him. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I was introduced to him by my pal Ewan, who has got a really good taste. He's got a very eclectic taste of music. He'll listen to everything. A lot of it's dog shite. And he'll he'll introduce you to something and he'll be like, yeah, I'll go and listen to it. And then you listen to it and try and figure out why you wasted your time listening to it. But then he comes up with quite a few belters as well. He's got his party bangers playlist on Spotify, which is just a good fun time on me, you and Cooper's playlist. So look it up. Follow that playlist, guys. Yes, six people more to follow Ewan's playlist. Excellent. The guy's, you know, fine in all terms, in all things considered. So that's good. But um, he's, I yeah, I really like this song. I'd, what? No, 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 no. What, what do you mean by that? I don't know, to be honest. I like him. He's fine in all things considered. He's fine in all things considered, and I'll stand by that. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so going back to uh, Leon Bridges, he's, uh, he learned guitar to accompany his vocals, and learning just chords and stuff to go along with them, which I think shows, because his vocals are much more accomplished than his guitar in the song. Not to take away from his guitar, I still think it's played really well. And... I like his story because he's just a bloke who played a lot of open mics to try and get where he was. There wasn't anything special about it. He just worked and worked his ass off until he got there. And I think that's really nice. But yeah, I like it. It's just got this sort of inoffensive, good classical sort of soul music to him. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't realise that... I was going to say I didn't realise he went through that struggle. I mean... That's just what you do in it to become a musician. But he sort of did it on his own terms and things by the sound of things, which I like. And, you know, all things considered, I'm sure he's a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I thought this was, a, this was a magical tune. I've never heard of this guy, and I've done quite a lot of digging in, around that area. <laughs> I've done a rifle in his soul area. <laughs> oh, rifle your soul? Rifle in your soul, my album title, maybe? No. Um... I absolutely loved it. This has everything that I look for in a song. It ticks every single box. I don't really have any more insights to provide you. I just think it just does everything I want a nice soul track to do. And I, I think he is a nice man without having without having met him. I think he probably is. Yeah. No, I, I really That's enjoyed it. this too. I mentioned two weeks ago that your um, pick, Cecile McLaurin Sauvant, um, had captured the sound of the songs that of that time that she was like kind of covering. And again, Leon's captured the sound of the era that he's inspired by. But I think both these artists, they've not just replicated the sound, but they've kind of captured its essence mm-hmm. and made it their own, mm-hmm. which has made Coming Home just sound absolutely phenomenal. He's brilliant. Jim, what do you pick? My track for the third round this week is No Other Way by Paolo Nutini from his, is it his second yeah. album, I believe, Sunny Side Up. I felt the same way about Paolo Nutini as you did about Jake Bug, which we talked about in our second week, was it? Yeah. Second podcast? I've yeah. I can't remember. Second one, yeah. Week numero two. Yeah, and I'd, sort of, I'd heard you know some of the more well-known songs and really liked them and everything. 
but never really delved into it. And then it was a couple of weeks ago, in the flat, we were just drinking and listening to music, playing tune about. And we put, I just put on, or no, playing games or something, I can't remember what we were doing. But um, I just put that album on. And honestly, every single track was just blowing me away. And I was just like, I couldn't, couldn't believe I'd not listened to it before. And so I listened to that same night, I think I listened to his first album. And then I listened to his third one the day after. And I was just, in my opinion, I don't think he's really got that much that much bad material to be honest with you I think he's just really good really talented it was sort of a revelation I kind of felt like I've wasted some time not listening to him as much and the reason why I picked this song in particular is because I think it does it hark back, harks back to a lot of that kind of music that I you know that I like from before times you know like the past <laughs> <laughs> from the before times yeah yeah i.e. the yeah, past I'm there with you the things that happen yeah um and yeah, this song just struck the biggest chord with me because his his voice. There's a moment in it, or there's a couple of moments in it where his voice breaks, and it's just amazing. Like there's a bit in "Give Me Shelter" where the the female singer her voice breaks, and I always loved that moment. And I think that he's got this. Obviously, you can't manufacture that. That must just happen. Mm. He's just obviously straining his voice to. He's giving it his all, and he's singing about. You know, this love that he has for this woman, and I just think it's, it's, it's magic. I mean, Paolo's just given us feelings in the classic Paolo way. He's just absolutely fucking brilliant. Very, it's very bluesy. It's a very bluesy yeah. song. I actually, when I was uh, listening to it for the first time this time, looked up just to make sure that I was like spot on with the bluesy. So I was just like, uh, genre, like what? N- n- no other way, genre. Uh, the genre that came up on Google was hip-hop slash rap. Well, it's not that. That It's definitely not that. Was it another song? (laughs) Um, I fucking... I love this album so much. It's so dear to me. When it first came out, it was all I listened to for about six months. I absolutely adored it. And, I mean, it's such a change from his sound on his first album, and I believe I heard that was mainly to do with his slight overindulgence in certain substances that led to his voice becoming fucked for the second album but just eat a lot of gravel uh, in between yeah, the two yeah, albums. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's just his second album has this really sort of yeah bluesy soulful sound and it's fucking awesome and this like his voice this way with the cracks and stuff in it it really works for me i love it it's great well done i'm glad Paolo's right. in here uh, right now i just want to, i want to preface preface i want to say something before liam chooses his next track now this was it's not fair that you're allowed to, you shouldn't pick this band it's not fair because it's going to completely derail the situation we're going to really try and hone it in i think if we can keep it under 10 minutes <laughs> that would be smart i'm going to cut you off at 21 40 no matter what is that so you got eight minutes 42 no eight very forceful tonight Dougal. i quite like it you're welcome cheers bro uh Done. right and also i just want to say that on record, I'll say Liam could just edit me out any time, but on record, we will be doing The Sonical Genius that is Shake Me Down by Cage the Elephant. That there, yeah, that's that's the introduction I want. Yeah, fuck it hell. This is this is <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Let's just call it catch of the week and wrap it up. Yeah, fuck it. We don't. We don't even need to describe it. Just cage elephant. Shake me down. That's it. Listen to Done. it. 
Good. Good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no, go on. It's a song that's got me through some very, very difficult times. It's a song that's got me through some very, very, very good times. It's a song that's been there for... <laughs> since I was in high school. Great, great fucking song. Dougal, why are you laughing? Just because it sounds like it's your best pal, mate. It's very funny. <laughs> it is my fucking best pal. This is this is the it's song. Like this is just, the song. Like you've taken a song which is very, very good and just made it a person that's been with you the whole time. You've been fucking creaming over Macy Gray for two weeks solid. Yeah, I know. And I take none of it back. Carry on. Anyway, um, even on a cloudy day, this uplifting message from this song has always put a smile on my face. <laughs> I feel like you've written this down. Have you written this down? I have written <laughs> yeah, this down that's because so. that's what that that's one of seven the minutes. Liam, come on. That's one of the lyrics. That's one of the lyrics. Is even on a cloudy day. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I cannot stress enough how fucking much I love this band. They are the best band that's going about right now, and I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. I will. They're the best band of the now times. They're the best band of the now times. You got the before times. We won't have the after times in our life. The now times. That's Caged Elephant. Every single album they have put out is absolutely fantastic from start to finish. But, yeah, no, this song is the quintessential, for me anyway, the quintessential Caged Elephant song. Um, it starts subtly, and then within the first minute, it starts to tease the raw energy that is uh, symbiotic with Caged Elephant. But, yeah, it's got this bit where the mentalness kind of stops. There's almost this kind of, like, shivery kind of sound to it. And then the st- drums start building up again. And then, yeah, it starts building up to this brilliant kind of sing-along lyrics and then suddenly it drops off and it takes you back to this beautiful kind of subtle finish. It's just... It's a stunning song. It is wild. It's stunning. It's a showstopper. Yep, And that's me done. Um, Liam introduced me to this band, I think, what, two years ago? A year and a bit ago, anyway. And they've since become my favourite band ever. Um, And that's all I really need to go into just now. Uh, thank you, Liam, for that. By the way, it's all good. Aye, man. So when <laughs> everyone should aye, listen so... to Cage Elephant. Yes, the aye, album recommendation for the week. Every Cage the Elephant album. Hundred percent. Twice, the same thought. particularly this one. Though. Yeah. What's this one? Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, listen to that one. It's a yeah. good album. It's a Pixies inspired album. It's great. Yeah. Um. I when he said he was putting this song on, I thought I would have chosen one from slightly later on. Although I was, I think. I was completely wrong about that because I think you're absolutely right. This does, because it sounds like it doesn't sound like a generic song when it starts, but it sounds like a song that could have been done by other artists and things like that. But then it like with that that drum beat hits and it just breaks everything apart. And you go, that's Cage the Elephant right there. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Turning it, not reinventing the wheel, not turning everything on its head or anything like that, but just doing it in their own their own fucked up way that is just majestic for days and you could literally you could have all the songs on a sh- just on a sheet of paper and just randomly select one and it'd be worthy of any any playlist what do you reckon to go yeah it's excellent obviously they're brilliant um, the thing I'd say about Cage and like Cage the Elephant have been on the precipice of my life for a number of years and I've had so many people who've liked them and told me about them and I've never listened to them and then Liam, like as he does, comes round with a couple of records and their Cage the Elephant records, 
and a tear a couple of bits and bobs, but that's when you started listening to them. And I think the thing about Cage the Elephant more than anything is as soon as you listen to one song, you want to listen to every song they've ever done because it's yeah. infectious. Yeah. And they just have such a great sound to them that just infects you and makes you want to... Infects is maybe a bad terminology to use in this time. So like, infiltrates. <laughs> but it just... Yeah, it, yeah, it infiltrates. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with infiltrates. It infiltrates your soul. And makes you just want to go out and listen to everything and like see them and we all saw them together. We had a little, you know, pre tune about fucking Holy Shindig. Yeah, field day out to go and see Cage the Elephant and they were awesome. Like the show stopping amazing musicians that can do everything right. they set out to do and more, which I think's incredible. So well done to them. And yeah, definitely album recommendation of the week. I agree with you both. Even though I'll try and keep it to thank you, happy birthday, any case the album album, just go and fucking listen to that. Yeah, it's a very it's a unique blend of being like all of them are all such amazing musicians and they're so inventive in everything they as you say they got everything they try. Yeah. Every single they album they do is different, but it's all caged the elephant. Yeah. yeah, they don't lose their particular sound. No. All right, and that's us. That's our allotted time up. So, Liam, what's your uh, what's your right favorite? One. What's your pick from these three? <laughs> I can't I can't pick Cage Elephant, can yeah. I? Um, what was your one again? Leon Bridges or Paolo Nutini? Mm, I love Paolo, but I was quite impressed by Leon Bridges. Jim, well, I'm going to go for Leon Bridges too. Because I think we've given Cage the Elephant their due. <laughs> I think we all know how we feel about them. You just didn't want to give me a clean sweep, did you? Yeah, I'll go for Paolo Nutini to give you fucking nothing. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, this is politics. Catch, this has nothing to do with the, the music. The catch it's of politics. The week is very like <laughs> we enjoy doing it because it gives us a rounding off point for this podcast, but very much. It's all subjective and hearsay, and it's just a good secondary playlist that we'll keep on building and growing. And by all accounts, Macy Gray should have won the last round, so I'm not better about Cage the Elephant than that one at all. I think it's right. Um, and Leon Bridges, good. Thanks, guys. Yes. So indeed. we have Willow. Um, what was your second one, Liam? I've forgotten the name of them. So that. <laughs> what did we vote? Psychedelic. <laughs> so we have Willow, Psychedelic, Corn Crumpets, or Leon Bridges. Who's the catch of the week, guys? Mm-hmm. Got to be Leon Bridges then, because I don't want to vote for the other two. I would say Willow, Willow, to be honest. Nah, no chance. I can vote for my own. Fucking awesome. Uh, Leon Bridges, yeah. Leon Bridges is our catch of the week. Thanks, Ewan, for giving me my catch of the week. I appreciate it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're, Dougal's not even winning it. It's fucking Ewan. Yeah. It's great. Ewan's <laughs> winning this yeah, week. Ewan's even part of the fucking podcast. <laughs> we'll bring him on at some point. It's fine. He's minorly funny. So thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. Right, wait. Thanks. Right. No. no, we need to do the... Uh, sub- okay. Oh, yeah, no. Subscribe. Like things. Go do it. Ah, yeah. Do like, it follow, subscribe. <laughs> all, those, all those things that are buzzwords that everyone says. Just do them, please. Jim, do you want to say something funny that I can cut into the end? And the thing was, they weren't even my glasses. It was a tin of ravioli, so I don't know. Oh, George, you mean like something to end it? All right, no, no these, those things have to happen yeah. organically. I'm sure there's something in there that you can use. How about, how about 
Um, how about... Hold on, wait. Yeah, how about the dog I found in the street was a lot wetter than I thought it was going to be? Is that weird? Is that good? Thanks for listening. I've been Dougal. I've been... Needing a piss for about five minutes. Slash Liam. And I will always be Jim. Fucking hate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'll stop this fucking thing. Cool. Right. When's the last time you guys watched The Mighty Ducks? There it is. There it is. I haven't watched that in ages. Chinaboot. Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>